Father, we thank you for your word to us this afternoon. Teach us by your spirit how to pray. Lord, I thank you for raising up prayer ministers in this church. People that will pray, that will seek your face. Lord God, that we will consecrate ourselves to you. Not just pray, but we'll consecrate ourselves to you and for your service. That your will, O oh God, will be done in our lives. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you honor. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. The Bible says Jesus packed a parable to this end. Packed a parable to them that men, men, this word men that is used in this verse, includes both men and women. Praise the Lord. There are some verses, some words that are used for especially in the Bible, specifically to men, but there are some that are used that includes both gender. And this is one of them, that men ought always, men should always, men always ought to pray and not lose heart. What did Jesus say? Men Always ought to pray and not lose what? Heart. This was Jesus saying, men always should pray. Who should always pray? Turn it to yourself. Don't say Don't let men forget. Personalize it. Personalize it. Jesus said what? I should always what? Pray and not lose heart. As you what? I should always pray and not lose heart. Say it to yourself. Say I. I. Say it aloud. Say I, I. should always pray, always pray and not lose heart. That's what Jesus is saying to you and myself. That I should always pray and not lose heart. Not sometimes, not when I want to. Not if it seems good, not maybe, I should always pray and not lose heart. Praise the Lord. So if you are lost in your heart right now, if your heart is broken, you say, my heart is broken, I'm losing, my heart, I'm, I'm sick in my heart, my heart is discouraged, praise the Lord. Jesus said, always pray. Always what? Pray. Always what? Pray. Pray. Amen. Amen. And if you read further down, you will see the ex he gave the, the parable already is under where he talks about the parable about a woman. Praise the Lord. And a judge. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Paul writes, he said, I beg you. 
The word beseech means that I beg you, therefore, brethren. The word brethren here again refers to both man and woman. Hallelujah. So you're not saying, boys, you're not talking about the man. Paul was speaking here when the word brethren is used, it refers to who? Both male and female. He said, brethren, sir. By the mercies of God, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Consecration. Consecrate yourself. Consecrate your bodies to God. When he talks about in the year he was speaking about what? Us consecrating our bodies to God, which is our reasonable service. Amen. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18 reads. This was Paul speaking to the church, to the brethren at Thessalonica, the Thessalonian brethren at Thessalonica, and he said to them, "Praise the Lord." First Thessalonians chapter five, verses sixteen to eighteen. He said, "Rejoice always." Read what? Not sad always. Hallelujah. Tell someone say, "Rejoice always." In verse 17, he said what? Pray without ceasing. Pray with what? Men are always to what? To pray. Pray with all ceasing. He didn't just say, he didn't mean by you must stay in one place and just continue to pray 365 days, days a year without doing nothing. Because some people interpret it that way. Oh, the man of God want me to be standing oh you holding my shatter she go robo go sundorobo. Even if I'm hungry, say I should not eat that much. Just pray with all season. That one no, that's not what you were saying. Even while you go away about your daily walk, you can be praying. Even whatsoever you are involved with, you can still be praying. Hallelujah. Amen. Prayer is not a restricted thing that you have to be kneeling down, hiding in a corner before you pray. Praise the Lord. And finally, in verse 18, he said, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. If you read this, this passage in its real content, how it was really written, rejoice evermore, pray with all season, and in everything, give thanks, they are one. It, it was separate. It was just separated by, by a comma. Hallelujah. Amen. You heard me. Yeah, it is separated by a comma, but it ends at this juncture. It ends here where you see, for with, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. That way it ends. That those three, those three areas end at that place. For this is the will of God. God, God's will is that we must rejoice always. Hallelujah. Amen. God's will is that we must pray 
with all season. God's will for us uh, in everything, we must give thanks. Because it is his will concerning for us, concerning us for our life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand these points that are made. In 1 Samuel, chapter 12, verse 23, Samuel says something that is very shocking in 1 Samuel 12, 23. He said, in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 23, he said, Samuel made a strong statement concerning prayer. He said, moreover, as for me, as far being a as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. But I will teach you the good and the right way. He said, it will be a sin. It will be a what? Sin if I don't pray for you. People who do not pray for their brothers and sisters, it is sin because the Bible says you don't are going to do good. Prayer is a good thing. And you don't do it. That's sin. It's what? It's S-I-N. Hmm? Sin is what? Sin. So for you who have not been praying for one another, you have not been praying at all, you've been living in sin. Just as the person who... Uh, Go and commit a sin. You've been living in what? Sin. <laughs> Hallelujah. You say, Pastor, so I've been living in sin because I've been praying. Yes. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. So you need to ask God to forgive you for living in what? Sin of that one? Praying. He said, as you sin against the Lord, go anywhere you don't pray. For one another, we don't pray for one another. We are sinning against God, not just against that person, but against God. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we know, let me give you a little history. If you go back in Genesis, if we go back in Genesis, praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 to 10, if you go back in Genesis chapter 3 verses 8 to 10. I want us to read it because I'm giving, I want to give you a good history of lesson for a, a history, power history lesson. This was Adam speaking in verse 8. He said, And they heard the sound, I mean, it was speaking about Adam. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the one, in the cool of the one, in the cool of the one. Day. It means that God, when God created, when God made Adam and Eve, He came down for regular fellowship with them. They saw Him like how you you see me now. Hallelujah. Amen. God came down. He came down from heaven to visit them. Amen. 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 And the Lord. They enjoy his presence before the sin. They enjoy the presence of God. Say, enjoy the presence of God. Enjoy the presence of God. 
people who run away from prayer, you're not enjoying the presence of God because the presence of God is manifested, is now has been revealed, is being revealed in prayer when we are in prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. You get to understand what I'm saying. It says that, and God walked in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the what they did. They hid themselves from the presence. They who enjoyed the presence of God before was not hiding. Amen. When sin comes in our lives, we hide from the presence of God, and that's what makes it difficult for us to pray. Amen. Sin is bad. S I M. Sin is bad. It causes us to what? To hide. And one of where we have we hide from prayer. Because the presence of God, because every time we go to God in prayer, it's not just talking to God, it's talking with God. Oh, okay, you get you understanding me? It's not just what? Talking to God. Talking at God. That was a good room. Father, bless me, give me this, give me that, give me, give me, give me. Then we say amen and we go away. And we don't understand that prayer is not talking at God, it should be talking with God. Are you following me? Are you following me? Verses 9. Let's go to now quickly. He said, And the Lord's call to Adam and say, Andre, where are you? Who said God didn't know you were hiding in the tree, between the tree? But God wanted you to open him up and talk. Amen. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Not that God don't know what you have need of. Amen. You must ask and you will receive. Amen. Amen. Are you following me? Yes. You following me this morning? Yes. I'm teaching prayer. Yes. Because I, I want us to pray this month. Be in prayer this month. Amen. So you can enjoy prayer. So prayer will not become a body. A lot of people run away from prayer. Prayer is one of the lowest rated service in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you look at the rating for prayer, it's zero. But that's where you get all your things from. All your supply comes through prayer. Oh, you don't know that. All your supply comes through prayer. But it is one of the lowest rating. If we put prayer on a rating, and they got reading in America. Yes. We put prayer on a reading. It's one of the lowest rating. I don't care how big that church may be. The lowest rating part of the service that he has is the prayer service. Okay. Now, and God called on the Adam out of the one and said, Where that? 10. Let me go quickly. And he said, I heard your one. I heard your voice. God was calling. God came for his regular visitation to talk. And Adam was nowhere to be found. The usual spot. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The usual spot during the cool of the day where he used to be. You are hiding. Praise the Lord. He said, I heard your voice, God. And I was, and I was afraid. Because I was naked and I hid myself. Amen. Amen. Sin cannot stand the presence of God. Sin runs, flees the presence of God. Amen. Amen. That's why we must get ourselves out of sin so that we can enter the presence of God. 
praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the word of God says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. Praise the Lord. So after man sin, after man sin, he lost the what? He lost the presence of God. The presence of God was lost. It means that God will not come down to him anymore like how he used to come down. Amen. God start coming down to man. Adam, Adam, God used to talk still, but he never came down. You understanding me? You know that? God used to talk still, but he didn't come down. As he came down to who? To Adam. To fellowship. If you read preceding, I mean, just go right next door in chapter 4, you see, our Abraham king, God talked to them. God talked to them. King, when King killed his brother, when King had hatred, yeah, God talked to King, and King talked back to God. Yeah, God had a talk, but God didn't come down to talk to, 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 to fellowship to talk to him. And so man lost the presence of God. And that's what caused prayer to be instituted. That's how prayer got instituted. Prayer was instituted as a result of that. To find, and so man, God said, Well, I have to find a way that I can what? Fellowship with men. God always make a way. Hallelujah. When we hide in God, always make a way. He's a good God. He's a loving Father. He always make a what? A way. So he said, okay, I will constitute something they call prayer. So my presence can be with men continuously. Praise the Lord. So I can come down, so I can talk to men, so I can fellowship with men. So prayer is that medium that we what? We talk to God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Prayer is that what? Medium in which we talk to God. So Jesus comes to the earth. I'm not going to the long story of how he came to the earth and how you know that. <laughs> Christmas time with hey, you miss it Christmas to come back way back way for Christmas time again. Hallelujah. Jesus comes to earth and he tells us in Matthew chapter six. In Matthew chapter six. His disciples see John teaching his disciples how to pray. John taught his disciples how to pray. Now Jesus comes on the scene, started his public ministry, and the disciples come to Jesus and say, Jesus, teach us how to pray as John teaches his disciples how to pray. Praise the Lord. Amen. So Jesus tells them, Jesus tells his disciples some very important things. He said, when you pray, he didn't, if you read Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, 6 and 7, verses 5, 6 and 7, put it on the board, Matthew chapter 6, 5, I want you to see something, Matthew chapter 6, 5, what did Jesus say? When you pray. pray. What did he say? 
Oh, all the English people there. He didn't say if you pray. Did he say if you pray? No. If you pray. No. How many of God? Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Men ought always to what? To pray. Men should always be praying. He said when you pray. Let's go to verse 6. I just want you to see that first portion. We got to deal with that other portion in preceding Bible studies on that. He said in verse 6, but when you are? When you pray. When you are? So the Lord expects us to be what? Praying. Say praying. Say God expects me to be praying. That means I'm talking with him. God expects me to be talking with him. Amen. If you can talk to your father, you keep in speech on him. How many of you keep speech on your father? How many of you keep speech on people? Oh, nobody in the church. Thank God. I got, we got a good church. Nobody keeps speech. Amen. But if you know you keep in speech and you put that hand up, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost will, 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 will visit you and say you're lying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Jesus said, he used the word when you pray. Let's go to verse 7. Verse 7. He said, and when you what? When you pray. Three different times in the same chapter, when you pray. When you pray. When you pray. Not if you pray. Not what? If you pray. I'm laying the basics because I want this church to return back to prayer. I want us to return back to prayer. You said it is not a boring thing to pray. Prayer is not a boring thing. It is where you get all your nourishment as a believer. It is where you get get the promises of God. Review. I mean, unfolded in your life. It is where you get your breakthrough. It's through prayer. Prayer is should never be a boring thing. Prayer should be a happy, a time of what? Rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, when you pray, men are to pray always and not to lose heart. Praise the Lord. We should not just pray because we want something from God. Because many of us, when do we pray? Or want something. That has some people pray. Some people all year they will not pray until they want something. Yeah? When they want something, they hot behind God. They hot behind God. Hot. The copper seat. I see the little girl laughing. Hallelujah. She probably she no copper. She no copper. Okay, I see why she lied. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of us, we only pray, we just pray because when we want something from God. But prayer should not be about getting something from God only. It should be about the relationship. Praise the Lord. About the relationship between you and God. Prayer is about the what? The relationship between you and God. Staying connected to God. Is staying what? Connected 
to God. Hallelujah. You husbands and wives know what I'm talking about. Some men only show their loving face when they want something from the woman. If they didn't want nothing from that woman, their face will be proud of. I'm going there. Yes, our husband will know what I'm talking about. So, man, it shouldn't be that way. And that's how people treat God the same way. We treat God the same old way. When we want something from Him, then we had, we say we had in prayer. Broke you passed. I mean, we were not here, what here? <laughs> but soon they get that thing from God. They say, God, prayer time over for me with you. See you in the next life. When there is another need that come about, when there is another need in my life, then I will, then I will come and reestablish the relationship. Amen. Amen. But should it be that way? No, it shouldn't be that way. Prayer is staying connected to him. Praise the Lord. So that you get to know his voice when he speaks. So that you get to know him, get to know his what? His voice. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God does not only speak through his word. God speaks daily to you and myself. But we don't understand, we don't know the voice of God any longer. We do not recognize his voice because we are now spending, we don't have a relationship. So you don't know his voice. Amen. Amen. If Abraham did not have a relationship with God, you are going to miss the voice of God and you are not going to go to sacrifice his son. You are going to think that the devil telling him to go and sacrifice his son. Hallelujah. But he had a relationship. He had a what? A relationship. So when God said, go sacrifice yourself, he didn't ask any question, he went. Because he knew what God would do. He knew God's intention was not for evil, but for good. He knew that God would provide for himself and then for the sacrifice. So he obeyed. He knew the voice of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are lots of things where God is speaking. God has been speaking to you because you don't know the voice of God. That's why he means revealing the devil. Devil reveal you all the devil. That means that mean your father talking to you like this. Amen. Devil I rebuke you. Some of you left rebuking whole day. You just rebuking God, you rebuking God saying you're rebuking the devil. So, learn the voice of God. Get to know the what? The voice of God. Praise the Lord. He speaks. When he speaks, we are talking with him, not just to him. We are talking with him, not just to him. Because when you get in the prayer of prayer, as you grow in prayer, you get to know that you're talking with him. And you, when you talk, you will wait for him to talk back to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I have heard the voice of God several times God calling you. You see, my son, I will hear it deep down in my spirit. I will hear that voice when I pray. I listen to the voice of God. I will hear him say, my son, this is what you want to do. And he start giving me, it happens. It just flows like that. When you have a relationship, it flows like that. Easily. 
you know how to wonder whether God is, or, I mean, who is speaking, you will know that the voice of God because you are in his presence. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So prayer is a wonderful prayer. It's important. The disciple understood the importance of prayer. They understood it. Luke 11, 1. Luke 11, 1 says what? Luke 11, 1 says what? Luke 11, 1. What does it say? Now it came to pass, as he went through, as he was praying in the second place, when he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Lord, teach us to what? To pray. Then you understood the importance of what? Of prayer. If they didn't understand, if they didn't understand the important, if they never understood it, they would not ask for it. If prayer was not important, they would not, they would never have asked Jesus to teach them to pray, to teach them to pray. They saw him praying, and they asked him after he got to praying, they said, if Jesus, the Son of God, 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 if God can pray, much more than for you and myself. Praise the Lord. They saw God praying. They saw God praying. The son praying to the father. They saw him. They said, this thing here, if the son of God can pray to the father, how much more ever me? So you don't know what you are missing by not praying. You don't know what you are missing. You think that you have arrived where you are. You see nothing yet. When you begin to pray, when you begin to spend time with God, you will see what God will take you to places. He will lose things in your life that you never thought would have. Things will speed up in your life. Things will begin to happen beyond your imagination. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So stop delaying or wasting your time by not praying. You delaying your time and stopping a whole lot of things from happening in your life. Things that should have accelerated in your life, in your family, is not happening. In your church, is not happening. In our world, is not happening because you are not praying. Hallelujah. The, the disciple understood the importance. That prayer gave us untapped power. When you pray, <coughs> hallelujah, Amen. he said, behold, for the, the power that you, you, you use as a child of God, behold, I gave unto you power for you to really tap into that power, you have to be in prayer. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be afraid to say, devil, I command you in Jesus' name. Because you're so weak. Hallelujah. You say, all your prayer will be, if I if I say it to this thing here, it will not even work. Because that no, in yourself, you know spiritually you have no power. Amen. But when you in communication with God, that's boldness come out. The what? Boldness. You are bold as a lion. You can speak to mountains. You can speak to what? 
mountains. I'm not saying to one mountain, to many mountains you can speak to it. Every time mountains show a hair up, you will speak to it. Or if you can speak to the mountain, you will climb over the mountain. Whatever way God wants that mountain to be removed, will be removed. Amen. Amen. So, if God wants to dissolve that mountain as wax, God can dissolve it as wax. But that on top power, the disciple understood that what? That when you pray, you have on top power, you unlock things that has been locked in your life. There are lots of things that have been locked out in you that needs to be unlocked. Praise the Lord. It is only at the result of prayer. It unites something in you. Bring energy. It prayer energizes you as a believer. Because if you're not praying, you will be weak. You will be helpless. A lot of believers are weak and helpless because they are not praying. Hallelujah. You drag all the time spiritually because you got to be drinking energy drink. You got to be doing everything to wake up. But I'm telling you, if you're in prayer, you will be energized. Hallelujah. Amen. If you improve, you will see the extra energy that will rise up in you all the time. You will wonder, but where is my Because your strength comes from the Lord. It comes from energy change. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> your strength doesn't come from energy drink. It comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is that joy that the Lord gives you. It unites you. It heals. Prayer heals. Prayer transforms. Prayer is in power. Prayer comes one down. When you are happy, you many of you let me get happy all the time. Hallelujah. When you happen, you go in prayer and you calm down. Amen. Hallelujah. Many of you that quick to say, I lost my man. I want you on my nerves. A lot of you that let people always move on your nerves. When you go in prayer, your nerves will calm down. That is a nurse management. Prayer is a nerve management. Hallelujah. It knows how to manage your nerves. In Jesus' name. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So you, if you are not tapping into prayer, you are messing up on a lot of things. And so I want you, as I'm about to close, I will share with you quickly five reasons should compel you that should compel us to pray. I will just share these five reasons quickly and give you the verses that you can read. We'll not go verses by verses because of time, but I'll give you verses that you need to read. Hallelujah. For reasons why that will compel you to pray. Reason number one, prayer attracts God. Hallelujah. You want to attract God? Be a person of prayer. Be a man or a woman of what? Pray. You want to attract God. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, just as sugar is what? Just as ants is attracted to sugar, so also pray when God sees that you are God or imagine there are two persons 
one person in the Bible that when you see the Bible refers to someone like Daniel. Daniel was a man of prayer. That man was a what? He was a man of prayer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He was a man of prayer. And so as a result of him being a man of prayer, of praying, a man in the presence of God, talking, spending time with God, God, he was, God was so attracted to this man that God, he found favor in the sight of God. Amen. And God declared Daniel as a man who was favored by him. Amen. Because of his prayer life. Because of his prayer life. This man was prayerful. So prayer and trust God. Psalm 66, verses 16 to 20. You can read it when you go home. But prayer doesn't only attract God, but prayer, when you pray, when you are a person of prayer, angels are moved. Prayer moves angels. Prayer moves what? Angels are moved when you pray. In, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 20 to 23, the word of God says that, that, the, that the angel said, when the angel came to Daniel, from the day you you set your face to seek to pray, we will dispatch on your behalf. We will send on your what? Behalf. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Many of you angels are not working for you. You got angels that are assigned to you that mean nothing for you because you're not praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they, they just standing there looking at you when you start praying so they can go to work. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got workers waiting for you to work for you, but you never tell them to do anything. They will just stand there looking at you doing your work. Hallelujah. Struggling. Break it down. The fear is so how you see them walking like old young person walking like old old person. Brother man said that that was swap. Brother for you, hey brother, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> young person, why you should be what? The Bible said that you should run and not be weary. You should walk and not think, but you young and you are you old. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was talking to a guy who, this guy and myself, this guy, and my, I'm older than this guy. But when you see this guy, he, you look way younger than me. He look like you're over 60 years old. But when I said, I always used to be calling him my small brother. I thought I was just joking with him. <laughs> I always used to be calling my small brother. I said, small, I was calling the African American. I said, picking, I'm older than you. Oh, look at me, Austin. I'm older than you. You want? So, this girl, this past week, I asked him, I said, uh, uh, how old? He said, oh, my birthday is coming out this week. I mean, tomorrow. I said, how old are you? And he said, I'm 51 years old. I said, I always used to be telling you, you my picking. And I call my age. I said, I'm 52, going to 53. He said, no, that's not true. I said, yes, I am. 
He said, but why you know your mother mean? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' name. It is the grace. I'm on a grace. That's why God is looking different. I'm on a what? Grace. Not nothing else. Because if I'm not on a grace, I'll be looking like an old papi, like a pangu. I'll be old like pangu. But thank God that I'm on a one. Tell someone say you're under grace. So some of you need to start walking under grace. Instead of you carrying the body and getting yourself old. That's why Jesus said, Jesus said what? Take my yoke upon you. It is lighter than what you carry. So many of you, as you begin, you got that one making you old because you're taking things, you're doing things that you're not really supposed to be doing. Angels should be doing it for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Who should be doing it for you? Angels supposed to be going on a sermon for you yeah. for things then that you are doing. You carrying those weights. That was making you all so quick. <laughs> be like Caleb when he was 80 years old. He told Joshua, he said, Give me this mountain. Uh-huh. The man was 80 years old and he was ready to fight giants. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. How many of you will be getting this one ready to fight giant? You say, oh, but, uh, you know my bones, I can't get out to pray. That's why I can't get out to pray. Eight years old, Caleb said, give me the what? The mountain. And the mountain is where the giants live. This man was a giant killer. He was a what? He was a giant killer. He asked for the giants. Amen. What are you asking for? You're asking for, for, for mosquito to kill. Many of you are asking for the mosquito. Give me the play for the mosquito so I can slap it with my hand. For that man with that giant. Hallelujah! They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The Bible said the young will what? The young will get weary. Praise the Lord. But I want to encourage you today. Pray with what? Will move angels on your behalf. When you pray, when you pray in prayer, it will move angels on your behalf. Prayer with will pray with attack demons. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 13. Prayer with attack what? When you when you pray, when you're personal prayer, when you're in prayer, demons are being attacked. Amen. Because the devil knows that a warrior is what? Is alive. A warrior is up. A warrior is what? Standing in the gap. Praise the Lord. So every time you say, in the name of Jesus, demon flee. They can't stand that name. The name that is above every other name. They can't stand that name. But when you're not praying, you're not using the name of Jesus. You're not praying. So no Jesus name being released from your house. Demon will be playing in their whole day. Hallelujah. Demon will jump in your house and be dancing right in your living room. On your living room table be dancing. And you can't do anything. And there are lots of people, spiritually, you see the house, you see social demon, because no name of Jesus is being released. The only time they can hear when they come to church and we say in Jesus' name, they say amen. But in the house, no name of Jesus is being used there. Amen. 
So you go there, you see what? So you get to the house, some of them get your hair start. If you're spiritual person, your hair start rising up on your head. Demon in there, demon in there. All around say, but who come here? Who come here? Who visiting my? Who visiting my territory? Who visiting my territory? Don't let your house be a place that have become the demon's playground. The name of Jesus must be above every other name. The name of Jesus must be used there. Must be what? Declared there every day. Hallelujah. Let the devil know that you are alive. Let the devil know that Jesus is alive forevermore. Let the devil and demons will say, Look, I can go to every other house, but that house there, that I can visit him. That's not my portion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And prayer unlocks us. Psalm 32, 1 to 7. And finally, prayer transforms others. Finally, prayer what? Transforms others. As we pray, prayer will transform, pray for other people, prayer will transform them unknowing to themselves. Praise the Lord. There are people that are being transformed that don't even know that it is prayer that doing it. That's why it's good to pray for other people. Praise the Lord. Prayer for praying for others or praying for others changes the course of their life that they may not even that they may not even know why it is true. Or prayer can give courage, influence, and the decisions and change the outcome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone come to you and say, Lord, tell you, oh, I'm, I'm about to go through this thing, and you know it is not right. No matter how you talk to them, they've been on where well, I don't care what you say, I'm going to do it. But when you get in prayer as a child of God, say, God, I love this brother, or I love this sister. What she wants to do or what he wants to do, I know it is not your will for his life or her life. And I pray, Lord God, that you arrest them, you cause that decisions to be turned around. Amen. And that person changed their decision, and you wonder what, I mean, they don't even know why they changed their decision. Praise the Lord. Pray for others. I want you to take this month of prayer seriously. Praise the Lord. I want you to take this month of prayer and consecration seriously because it will radically change your life and your situation forever. Forever. Amen. You will begin to speak things in your future. You will begin to start depositing things back in your future. Some of you in this country because of what you prayed 10 years back. Praise the Lord. You desire something better. And God opened the doors even though it was you, you thought we're not going to be open, but God opened the doors. You are in this country today. Some of you, you pray something 10 years, 20 years back, and you're enjoying the fruits today. So start again depositing in your future. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you are in time to come. I will see you living. Some of you will be living in Florida near the, near the water. Where you don't Florida, there is no near those water there, like High Court of Lake Key West there, and all the places there. The people that live there, they live near the water. 
And they're not thousand dollar houses, then they so so million dollar houses. Join your mortgage alone. Some of you, I would not be surprised if you've been living in the in the sunshine and sending the ties to the church. Hallelujah. I'm praying for you to go to live in the sunshine, but you gotta send the ties to the church. Hallelujah. You can't be living in sunshine and not tidy. Hallelujah. Riding the baby yacht and say, oh, in church, who pray for me? They must be in me need. Hallelujah. That is what God desires for our life. Prayer is the will of God for our life. Pray. And many of us will change our course of life. Our life will begin to change around if we devote ourselves in prayer, in spending time with God. Because we begin to understand the mind of God. We begin to understand, hear the voice of God and recognize it. And we'll be, when we execute things in our life, we're not just we're not just we're not be making mistakes. We'll be on point. May God help us to come to that place in our lives that we can hear the voice of God as it should be heard in our lives. In Jesus' name, let's stand on our feet quickly as we come to. We pray this prayer of dedication firstly, then we come to our communion this afternoon. I want you to pray to, to, to pray with me this prayer of dedication, consecration, and submission. Please, everybody choir, everybody repeating after me. Hallelujah. Everybody repeating after me. I don't want no one no moving around. I want everybody concentrated on this prayer right now. Say with me, say, Father, Father I, pray I pray the prayer of dedication, of dedication consecration, consecration, and submission. And submission. In, every In every area of my life, I belong to you. I belong to Father, you. Father, Father, I will go nowhere, will go nowhere where, you where you want me, want me not, to not to go. I do not want, I do not want, I do. I will do what you want me to do. Not my will, but your will be done. Thank you, Father, that you walk in my, I mean, walk in me, both to will and to do your good pleasure. You have a good plan for my life, a plan of peace. And a plan of joy. Father, what you want me and what you desire is what I want. That is I desire. Not my will, but your will for my life every day. Father, not my own way, not the way of the flesh, but the way of the spirit. Father, you will, your will, your plan, your ways. Father, I dedicate my life to you in every area. You have a plan for me in every area of life. Thank you, Father, for the joy of obedience. I will obey you with joy. Father, Father, I want you to have. I want you to have sorry, Father, Father I, want I want to have, to have 
the spirit of obedience in my life, not rebellion or pride or resistance or hard-heartedness, for the soft, sensitive heart that is willing to do anything. I rebuke rebellion and stubbornness in Jesus' name. Father, I say, before your presence, that I am willing to do anything you want me to do. No matter what man says, no matter what the word says, you have formed a willing person. You have formed an obedient person. Father, I will not. Father, I will do what you say all the way. Just the way you say it. No more, no less. And with joy. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of faith, for the spirit of obedience. And Father, I thank you that you will fulfill in my life. You will fulfill in my life to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you. Let your, I want you to just lift your hand. Thank God that for this prayer of dedication, consecration, and, and submission that you have prayed this afternoon unto God, to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you as we are praying this prayer, O oh God, of dedication, of consecration, and submission. I pray, O oh God, that it will be evident in our lives as we go forward. Thank you, Father. We thank you for being obedient to you. I give you praise. I give you honor. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. As we prepare for our communion this afternoon, praise the Lord. Shandarababoski tarabayanarama. We're praying for the elements and we'll invite you to come and collect your elements so that we can pray, I mean, partake of the communion this afternoon. Father, we thank you for the bread and the wine. Lord God, as we consecrate and as we have dedicated ourselves to you this first Sunday of June in prayer and consecration, Lord, I pray that you will use us to your glory. You use us to your glory. We thank you. We dedicate this church. We consecrate this church unto you this first Sunday in June. In the name of Jesus. And everything that pertains to us, to this ministry, we dedicate and we consecrate it for your use, O oh God. Even ourselves, Lord, we choose to be obedient. As we partake of this communion today, Lord, may consecration, may prayer and consecration this month be our way of life. 
and thank you that it will, it will produce in us, oh God, the fruits, oh God, that you desire to be produced in our lives. We thank you, Father. We gave you all the praise. We gave you all the honor. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. As the praise and worship lead us in that song, I want you to just come, collect the elements, and go back to your seat. Go back to your seat, standing, and we'll all partake together. Hallelujah.